0: You're listening to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and I believe that every one of you has a wealth of potential just waiting to come out. And I'm here to help you reach that potential. So, now here's the Aim to Win podcast. Now, I'd like to announce an exciting new program that I will be launching soon. It's called the Entrepreneur Project, and it's specially designed for coaches, instructors, consultants anybody that shares and sells their knowledge and expertise and this program will help you build an entrepreneurial mindset and skill set that will lead to true business success as a CEO of your own business your exclusive membership will provide ongoing access to powerful tools for success including webinar courses instructional videos worksheets that you can apply directly to your business a private Facebook group and more we will work together on your business, everything from mindset to strategy to finance, marketing, scaling, and growing your business. We're going to cover it all. You don't want to miss this one-of-a-kind opportunity with all the strategies and solutions that you need to reach your business goals. Membership in the Entrepreneur Project will be available for an affordable monthly fee. So stay tuned for more details and how you can join this community of like-minded entrepreneurs. Welcome to the aim to end podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and today I have a very special guest, and I'm really excited for all of you to hear his story. Before Garen Jones became a media sensation, encouraging people every day to change your mindset, change your life, he had to overcome his own share of obstacles and difficulties. Garen dealt with homelessness for two and a half years, living out of his car, and feeling like he was drowning in misery, as well as being sent to prison for two and a half years. Yet going through both of these difficulties and more, he found a way to turn his life around. Six and a half years after being homeless, Garen is now a serial entrepreneur who motivates and inspires thousands. The knowledge he gained while being shaped and molded sent him down the pathway to become a transformation coach. He's an advocate for living a healthy life, a business coach, speaker, and author of the soon-to-be-released book, Change Your
1: Mindset, Change Your Life. So welcome to the show, Garen. Man, thank you so much for having me. And that book is actually out right now. as the number one bestseller. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. It's
0: great to have you. So I'd love to hear that's a bestseller, but before we, I want to talk about that a little bit later, but let's start by just sharing with the audience your story.
1: Well, my story is very vast, but I'll just um, share this from this perspective. You know, I was uh, the a child from the South in Missouri city, Texas, very, very, very humble beginnings, lights going out. My mom putting up candles uh, in the house to replace lights because we couldn't afford the electric bill got free lunch because we couldn't afford for my mom. My mom couldn't afford to have money to, 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 to buy lunch. So I didn't come from, a background where I understood anything about money or anything, and anytime I wanted something, my mom would ever say, "Whenever you can make your own money, you can buy whatever you want." So, as a six-year-old, I started mowing lawns. I started. Um, I started washing cars and doing everything that I could do to learn how to make my own money. And I had no idea that is what they actually called entrepreneurship now, so I had so many years of mastery of finding ways to always make it happen because I always wanted my own. That also led me in a lot of trouble, so I went in and out of jail, in and out of juvenile, because I would do anything to find ways to make money. But that, you know, that just, without having that proper direction and discipline, um, as I got older, I just got into a lot of trouble. Always driven, just didn't know where to put all this energy. Ended up spending two years in a French prison. Ended up spending two years living in my car, trying to figure out ways to just get myself out of what I inadvertently put myself into. Just struggled, struggled, struggled. Years went by. And then in 2011, um, I I just cried out for help. I was 40 pounds overweight. My daughter had pretty much disowned me. My girlfriend had left me. I was extremely in debt, and I just didn't even know why I should even be living because it didn't make sense why. I just couldn't figure out these rules to engage my life in a way where I was actually happy. Then 3.43 in the morning, I cried out, and I said, I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I wanna be surrounded by nothing but positive people. And I wanna make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in, that I would do for free, just show me a sign. A week later, I'm at a gas station and a homeless guy asked me for money. I said, you have more money than me. And he said, change your mindset, change your life. And it was in that moment where I heard these words that maybe the reason why the life the way my life is the way that it is is because I've been thinking the same thoughts. So if I do different with the same circumstance, my life will change? Well, it's been nine years since I had that thought and I've been playing with that same puzzle piece. And because of that one philosophy of doing different with the same circumstances, I'm now a multi seven-figure earner. I've been able to retire my mom completely changed my life, surrounded by nothing but positive people, healthy. I'm happy. I inspire people because everything in my life now is on the other side of that mindset change. And I live my life to breathe life into humanity, teaching them all these principles and philosophies that I've learned while garnering um, and earning the life Uh, that I live now so that other people can live as their fullest expression.
0: Wow. You know, I I just have goosebumps hearing that story, you know, at a gas station, you know,
1: it can come from
0: anywhere Came from anywhere. Right. It's, it's amazing how that, that worked. And, and um, it's almost, does it feel like that was kind of a pivot point? So you've always had this like drive, this entrepreneurial energy. It was just channeled, you know, in ways that were counterproductive. And then at that point, Was it like all of a sudden it was channeled in a good direction?
1: Well, you know what it is? Even when I was doing it in a bad direction, I didn't know what bad was. I just knew how to adapt to whatever was going on. Like you don't know you're learning, you don't know you're learning um, the setup for language when you first start learning the ABCs, you just adapt to what's being taught. So whatever was being taught at my home, I just adapted to that and I carried that on. Running with gangs, running in the street with whatever my friends were doing, I just adapted. So when I got around positive, goal-driven people who were up to something in the world, who were healthy, who were happy, who were excited and driven about life when I was in a different surrounding, I just naturally adapted to my surroundings. So I didn't see the change. While it was happening, because you can't see the picture while you're in the frame. But yeah. when you connect the dots looking backwards on my life, I can be like, oh, when I made this decision, this is what created the, traje- to the trajectory of all these ripple effect of results that happened in my life, but I couldn't see it while I was in it.
0: Yeah, you know, that's so true, right? There's this outside perspective that you get with time. So, but you know, so you shouted out, you wanted to be, you know, those, those things you wanted, you called out, um, talk
1: to me about those and
0: and how they came into your life after that pivotal moment.
1: So what most people don't realize is that you can create your life by the things that you think about all the time. Like when I was a little kid and I wanted to play, I wanted to like skip school and I wanted to lie to my mom and tell her I I was sick. I'm like, Mom, I'm sick. Mom, I'm sick. And all I did was keep saying, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, to the point where I believed that I was sick. The beginning of the day, there was nothing wrong with me. But by the end of the day, I had 103 fever and I'm throwing up. It's almost as if I willed my way into the belief of being sick. Now, if that could happen one day, now what could happen to someone for their entire life if they said oh i'm never i'm i'm not worthy i'm never going to make it i'm broke i'm broke i'm broke i suck i'm never going to succeed i don't feel myself worthy of success you will will in physical evidence by the thought that you give the most power so once i realize that your thoughts actually become things, if you give it emotionally, uh, frequency, spiritually, energetically um, your energy, what could happen if I start saying what I want and who I am? I am, I used to be like, I'm stupid, I'm this, I'm that. Anything after I am is creating your life. But if you say, I am successful, I am healthy, I am happy, uh, I am worthy, and you start saying that over and over and over and over and over, before the words come out of your mouth, it has to arrive as a thought first. So when the tipping point is 50% towards something that's positive, you start seeing things overflow from inside of you first into the physical evidence of your life. So, when I said, without me knowing what was going to happen, I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I want to just, I want to inspire people and I want to make a bunch of money that represents something that I would passionately believe, believe, that I passionately believe in, that I would do for free. I planted a seed. Yeah. And once I planted a seed of not what I don't want, Because if you say what you don't want, your mind is still gonna focus on bringing what you don't want in your life. For the first time I focused on what I wanted. And every single thing from that happenstance is everything that I'm living right now, it's just you go from a seed and then it turns into a plant and you keep feeding it and give it proper water and sunlight and the nourishment that it needs then all of a sudden you plant more seeds now you have a whole field now you have a whole forest now those trees are growing fruit and it just keeps on evolving if you keep feeding it and so that was the start of me planting a seed of enriching my life
0: yeah so so you plant the seed and it's so true you know the things that are in your mind you know manifest themselves you know if you keep telling yourself you're sick, you're going to be sick. There's science behind that. Um, But, you know, it's not, it wasn't just a thing where you started telling yourself all this was going to happen and it magically appeared. You took some actions, right? So, so talk about that a little bit. Um, So what did you do? You had all this energy coming out of this. Where did you go channel that?
1: So I, while it was happening, I had no idea that everything that was coming into my life after I made the declaration was connected to the seed that I I had planted. And what people don't realize is when you have a dream or a wish or a prayer or a declaration or a vision, when you're very concrete about it, anything that makes its way into your life is a part of the journey that shapes you that molds you, that uh, creates a space for you to grow into the shoes that deserve that quality of life or that deserve that prayer or that deserve that wish because there's tests that you got to pass along the way that develop you into the person that deserves to be in fifth grade. So as I connect the dots looking backwards, when I made that declaration, all of a sudden these opportunities – to become healthy, which I rejected at first, because I just didn't understand, the opportunity to become healthy came into my life through different things, health companies and people asking me, hey, do you want to go on this health retreat? But it was all following after I made the declaration, which meant when you put a specific address in the GPS system, It's going to give you five different ways to get there when you put a specific address in your mental gps system if you humble yourself to realize the opportunities that come after you will see that they're all connected if you remove your pride and ego you're like oh man this person was reaching out to me for help this re- person was reaching out to me for opportunities to make money. So if you turn them away, that's like turning away the directions that you're getting from the GPS system of the request that you ask for the address that you put in. It's all connected just like that.
0: Wow. That's so true. You know, it's, <clears throat> we, we often, um, we often tell our internal Google to uh, ignore those directions, don't we? Absolutely. So you came out of this and you decided that you wanted to help people and that
1: was going to be your avenue to get what you wanted. Well, I've always wanted that. Yeah. So talk more about that. So, you know, you you ask a five-year-old, what do you want to be when you grow up? Notice how it's always something massive. They don't say, I want to work a nine to five job out of security and fear to get paid less than my value. No five year old says that. There's something innate already inside of them. They say, I want to be a president of the United States. I want to be a, a rocketeer. I want to be a rock star. I want to be a rap star. I want to be a gold medalist. It's always something mass- massive. I want to be a veterinarian. Why? Because I want to help the animals. I want to help people. I want to be a policeman. I want to be because they get in it to help people. Ask any five year old. Ask the same five-year-old when they're 30, why are you at your job? And they can't tell you, oh, because I get benefits. Because they give up on their dreams. Well, guess what? When I was a little kid, I wanted to be stronger than the average man. I want to have abs like an action figure. I wanted to save people's lives all over the world because I wanted to be a superhero. What do I do right now? I am stronger than the average man. I have abs like an action figure, and I save, change, transform lives all over the world. So what everyone else sees is an inspired Garen with all this energy that can just keep going for days. But what I see and what I feel is little five-year-old Garen is simply living out something he's always wanted to do. Not what my mom wanted me to do, not what my dad, not what society, not what's cool, Every single thing that I do is directly connected to everything I wanted to do when I was five. So when I speak in terms of that, I just support people in understanding the calling that's been inside of their life since they were little kids. I just gotta help them remember themselves. Most people don't remember themselves. They get caught up in everybody else's dream for them, which is a jail cell inside of a jail cell. And they don't even realize that they have the key to unlock their own selves to remember them. So a breakthrough is actually breaking back into who you already are.
0: Yeah, so true. And, you know, I do career coaching, you know, for a local nonprofit here and that's a conversation I have a lot is what did you want to do when you were a kid and what do you want to do now and now let's back out what your dad told you to do what your mom told you to do so good such
1: such a great conversation to have
0: it's but I'm doing it when they're 30 or 40 you know it's uh want to be something if, if somehow you know we reached those people when they were 16 17 18
1: and uh yeah, you know? yeah, no, it's it's crazy. But they do this in school, they teach you how to be at the, like the development of the at the typical child is developed to go like this. Now the school system, not downplaying the teachers because they actually want to teach more stuff. But if you go rogue like that, you'll get kicked out and fined. School system has never changed. No, like the the, the actual system of the, how they educate children. It has never changed since they created the school system. iPhones change. We don't have iPhone once. It's 11 now. It's almost about to be a hologram. All these other systems and structures change. But you have 2% wealthy in the world, and the rest will die trying to figure it out. And people are wondering why. There's so many average thinkers because the way you're domesticated as a child is often carried out, carried carried out as adult. Most adults are deteriorated children, because mm-hmm. you, you get domesticated, like language. I can't tell you to unlearn English. You know how hard that would be. Well, unlearn your childhood domestication. That whatever they get you as children, you'll carry it out unless you have an awakening, unless you do this deep soul work. So it's. I'm right there with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're speaking my language on that. You know, we are brought up through society to follow a line. And, um, you know, we're, we're audio, so nobody can see the line. But that's, that's what the school teaches you. And that's what the, um, you know, that's just the way people are brought up. And it tends to get people into a box. And it's really that work you talk about, the soul work or that, that mindset work of getting out of that box. And I can't unlearn English. But you know, I can certainly unlearn some of the habits that were absolutely it takes a lot of work though.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you really have to challenge, you know, what you learned. You know, I, I go back, you know, and, and I, I'm not perfect at this. You know, there's still things today that I just take for granted. And I catch myself, you know, maybe a year or two later, I'm like, why have I never challenged that? That makes no sense.
1: Right. Because you know? you're told because that's in the book, because that's what I said. And then as a kid, if you go against what your mom says or your dad or the teacher says, now you're a troublemaker or you're hard-headed.
0: Yeah, that's right. Because it, it is um, most societies are built, if not all societies by their nature, are built for conformity. Absolutely. And um, and outrageous success and epic things don't happen from conformity.
1: No. It, it, the way I break it down is that it's like... It, you know, because most people are trained in the domestication of fear. And I was like, the way I break it down, is like you have a dog that gets in the neighbor's yard. The neighbor says, I'm gonna call the puppy pound if your dog gets in my yard and takes a crap again. Okay, cool. So the neighbor puts this shock collar around the dog's neck and every time it goes across the beaten path, it gets shocked. But when there is a shocking, it associated with pain and fear. So every time it goes, boom, bam, shock, pain and fear. Boom, pain and fear. And then all of a sudden, it builds a neuro pathway in its brain that every time I go here, it's pain and fear to the point where even when the shock collar is removed and there's an invisible wall of fear, it's, no, it's not invisible for the, for the dog. So every time it goes here, it will pull back every time. Now, you take that same con- uh, uh, context, remove the dog, and then put in a human and see what's on the news program. Who do you think minds their programming? Humans. And everything is programmed based off of fear, pain, and in all, all the media outlets. And whichever one programs the most pain is where the most pain physically actually happens. And if you can be domesticated in fear and pain, you can be controlled by fear and pain. So nine nine out of 10 millionaires failed their way to success, which means they've taken the most risks and they've gone across the beaten path, whether it hurt, whether there was fear, whether there was pain. And now you can see where the separation is. It's those people who went rogue, who went beyond, who did this, who went up, up. And so when you say, oh my God, I love how you, Garen, I love how you're so out of the box. I'm like, what box?
0: Hey, that's right. That's right. You know, I, I've used the term out of the box thinking, but you know, it's so true. No box thinking is what we need. <sighs> and um, and what, you, what you said though, you know, about the neural pathways, And that is neuroscience. You know, it's, we are, our entire youth is built, building up these pathways and your brain will go to the deepest pathway. And so when you have the awakening, you have to reinforce it, you know, and you've got to build your own pathway. But the great news is you can. Yes. So you look at the people who have accomplished epic things. They've gotten off, they've blown through the path. They've gotten out of their comfort zone. They didn't just do it once. They did it over and over and over again and just built these pathways.
1: It's just amazing. And and, and one thing that I share with people, I always like to speak in terms of language because I did two and a half years in a French prison. And for those who have never been in prison before, um, all you have is time. And you have to figure out how to use up your time or else you're just watching the clock. So when I was in there, I said, what can I do in here that I wouldn't normally do out there? So I started reading, read the Bible cover to cover eight times, Quran cover to cover eight times, 248 books. I was learning all these different things, but the most difficult thing that I had to do was learn a new language. And so, because I was in France, the root of French is not the same root of the English language. So tu me monk is "I miss you in English, but if you phonetically try to sound out what tu me monk means, that means you me miss." So I had to unlearn the principles of how the English 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 language is created so that I could literally start at the base of learning the ABCs and learning how to adapt to this new language. I also stopped using my right hand, which was my dominant hand, and then started using my left hand for everything for a year and a half, which operated a different part of my brain. All the letters I wrote it, wrote, look like a little kid but when I got this to the point where it was just as good as my right hand I realized what had happened I stopped adapting to things so every approach that I do to new things you want to change your life it's like learning a new language so you un you got to un like what you were saying undo those same philosophies if you want to learn new language a new language you got to immerse yourself in it And once you immerse yourself in it, then you'll start to build on top of, okay, there was this, but then I have a new neural pathway in a direction, in a new language, in a new way that I'm using my hands or things. And when you build up a a neural pathway that is looking for ways to adapt to new things, that's when you'll be in constant Changing and transformation and understanding the process of evolution of your life instead of feeling stuck all the time
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's such a great analogy to learning language and learning to switch hands Because you threw out the old conventions first. Yes. Yeah, you had the awakening and then you reinforced it Over and over and over again, and you know, there's so much hope in that statement, right? So we don't have to accept the mindsets that we have today Yeah, you know, absolutely we can't flip a switch and just magically decide there's on our mindsets anymore, but you know, we can flip the switch and then, you know, continue to work it, continue to practice it. And it will shift your mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are some of the big lessons that you share with people?
1: Man, everything is a lesson. Um, well, one, one of the biggest lessons is, is your most powerful, lesson to learn will be in the areas you are least likely to look or the, or the areas that cause you, cause you the most discomfort. There is a powerful seed of a blessing inside of every of those areas. Um, that's something that I share all the time that, you know, cause you can't change what you're not aware of. And my, my job is to create awareness so that you can look at your life from a different lens or from a different perspective, and so um, that is uh, that is a lesson that is that I carry. And another lesson is, you know, I, I heard a monk say that true strength is not going in a cave and and and, and being quiet true strength is being amongst the, the 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 chaos and choosing peace, which means everything that you do, with whichever kind of emotion, whichever kind of uh, life you wanna live, is a choice from moment to moment and the surroundings should never deter your decision. They can amplify who you're being, but it should never be the reason why I have to be sad because of my surroundings, you can be amongst the chaos and you can choose who you're going to be how you respond how you act and um that's that's another like a lifelong wisdom lesson and and the last lesson that i'd say that i could just take to the bank i used to live in a high rise in santa monica and the youngest person outside of myself that lived there was 75 years old so my neighbor was 103 so all everybody was just they were wise in age. And I asked my neighbor, who was 103, I said, um, I said, how do you look? How come you don't look so old? You look 70 and you're 103. I said, age doesn't make you old. It's when you let life beat you down, when you're doing things that you don't love, when you, don't let, when you hold on to resentment, when you don't forgive people when you don't honor your gifts inside of you said she said that's what makes you old because it weighs on your spirit and your spirit can't hold your hold that weight and your spirit starts to sag and i said what makes me young is because i honor what's in my heart it's the most powerful one of the most powerful frequencies in the world so when you follow your heart that is your fountain of youth Yeah. So true. That's so true. So tell me about your book. So I have a book that's called, uh, came out February 17th. It's called change your mindset, change your life. And every principle and philosophy that I've learned while traveling the world, uh, in 75 countries. And over the last seven years, speaking amongst many people learning their stories, and learning how to relate to many different kinds of people, whatever religion you are, gender you are, nationality you are, underneath was this fine line of everybody pretty much wanting the same thing, but it being uh, versed differently because of your culture uh, or background. Um, it is all the principles and philosophies that I've learned. And examples, personal examples that I've lived through um, before and after and how you can apply it to your life. Very easy read. However, I encourage you to read it several times because you won't be the same person after you apply them. Um, um, And so that's basically what my book is about. And I'm really excited about it. It's also translated in Spanish. It's on paperback and Kindle and you can find it on Amazon.
0: Perfect. Definitely, definitely a good read, and and a really great story. I appreciate you taking the
1: time out with us today. And thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your community. Very inspirational. Thank you so much. Thanks again.